Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from... Um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering, put in the code Kate, get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer. <laughs> Not a twofer, a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thanks, you guys. I know it's been a crazy year, but when did we vote for Bill Gates, the New York Times, and China to rule over us? The Kate Daly Show starts now. What is sitting in all these containers behind us? Everything. (laughs) Longshoremen telling me some of these containers have been sitting here for six months with a shortage of truck drivers to get the goods on the highway and into stores. It's not just making things harder to find, it's making them more expensive. Today we face an economy that's in transition. And as part of that transition, we are seeing high prices for some of the things that people have to buy. But the reality is that the only way we're going to get to a place where we work through this transition is if everyone in America and everyone around the world gets vaccinated. But the reality is that the only way we're going to get to a place where we work through this transition is if everyone in America and everyone around the world gets vaccinated. We weren't born yesterday, fella. Yeah, we weren't born yesterday, fella. Hi, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Did you know that vaccination, it's work, it works in hurricanes? Apparently from Biden, if you mm-hmm. if you're in a hurricane, food and water, eh, eh, you need a vaccination. And also also and hat tip to Mike also gets rid of the supply chain problem. I can see how that happens. it's a cure all. It does. I love cure alls. Um, um, I do. I, I that that one size all, you know, fits all solution. I've it's actually amazing. been thinking if I take the jab, I might become a truck driver. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, I think they actually think we're believing all this. Okay, so I have a guest in this first segment. We're live today. I just wanted to. We have so much to go over. We have to just plow in and start. We just really do. Michelle, I'm so grateful that you are joining us uh, from up north, and I really appreciate you speaking out on this. Um, At the same time, welcome, Michelle. By the way, how are you? Thank you. Thank you so much. Good. So uh, I have to preface this with. There was a library convention going on at the same time as we can act at the Salt Palace. You know, the Salt Palace has a lot of different conventions going on. And I have to also say this because I forgot to say, I failed to say this yesterday. Did you guys know that 
at the end of uh, we can right before we can act started, they really did not want us there at all as conservatives, and they really let their colors show. In fact, they charged it for catering for lunches. The reason they had to cancel the lunches at the last moment um, because the tickets included a box lunch was that they came in with a twenty three thousand dollar service charge, a service charge for twenty three grand. I just want to make sure people realize that then they put us in the exhibit hall that was out out the door and around the corner and you had you couldn't find it and it was absolutely somewhere in the palace i mean it was absolutely asinine all of the stuff that they put the organizers through right before the parking the uh we can't have parking now no parking for anybody and then also we had to you know switch to this other security i mean all at the last minute so Salt Palace never, ever, ever put an event at the Salt Palace again. That is conservative. You'll be treated horribly by these people. They are very politically minded. And also they had the school librarians there while we were there. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I want to start off with what they were chanting at the end. This was caught on tape. And when you listen to this, Listen to this phrase. This is what they were chanting at the end of their little conference. And keep in mind their librarians, because Michelle's going to comment on this. Um, it says, um, "What did that? What was the first sentence, Michelle?" Um, I think it's, "I am a school librarian." I'm a school librarian, school. right? And I will uh-huh. fight for social justice. I will empower my community. I will embrace innovation. Listen to this. This was a recording at the end that somebody got off a of recording. Here we go. Fight for social justice. goes on and on they're doing this whole cheer right i will fight for social justice i'm sorry but i thought they were just librarians with a bunch of books what the heck right yeah yeah Michelle, you want to talk? school libraries are um a place for children to go check out books and develop a love of reading you are wrong this is not what's happening anymore and this is for the state of utah all school librarians yeah. went up to this conference and uh, they're chanting about social justice and empowering the community they're librarians for pete's sakes I think this was um, uh, more of a national conference. Yeah. Was it the, national? It's the American it's national Association meeting. of School Librarians. American Association uh-huh. of yeah. School Librarians. They have a website, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. it's an amazing website. So what, they think highly of themselves. What? You, oh, yeah. Um, well, they're uh, apparently... They're fighting all the. Uh, they're fighting for all the social justice causes. Yep. For you. So a librarian, think about this. You just go check out Uh a book, right? That's their only role. That's all they're supposed to be doing. But they're chanting all this at the end as a whole communal group. That makes me very nervous about our school librarians. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think, well, the the American Association of School Librarians is a division of the ALA, the American Library Association, which is the association association that was um, pushing the drag queen story hours and yeah. Um, all mm-hmm. sorts of things. I think it, it's only fair to take a closer look at 
this stuff. Um, at the conference, they also had slides, a slideshow presentation. Right. Um, some of the slides said, uh, in what ways can school libraries be used to support and amplify the new civil rights movement? Wait, um, say that again. And in what ways can school libraries be used to support and amplify the new civil rights movement? Wow. Um, another one. In what ways can school libraries be used to embrace the global youth culture? The global, <laughs> the youth, global, culture. And they the get, they global just, youth culture. The global youth culture. Yeah. So they went into a little more detail. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, on their website, they have four pictures of children. One is a young man with Down syndrome, mm -hmm. a black girl, mm -hmm. an Arab girl with a hijab on, mm -hmm. and a Chinese a girl. A We Are the World photo. A yeah, and a Chinese girl. Right. There's no just regular kids. No, it's a We no, Are the World no, photo. Mm -hmm. the, just the high were the UN. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I, so what, what else did the slides say? Um, so in talking about embracing global youth culture, they talk about anime, like anime is here to stay. So we need to really embrace anime, embrace video games. It's the new language of youth. Um, uh, this is how we're going to speak to the youth. And I'm, I'm like, what, uh, where, where, where are the books? I'm, yeah, I don't know. no mention I just, of books. I don't, I don't <laughs> even know what to say. I'm horrified. Are you horrified at yeah. this? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's. Uh, really shocking. I mean, there a lot of parents are purposely keep video games and anime away from their children. They want yeah. to encourage reading and books, and they're going to go to school and get to learn this this new global youth culture. Um, Makes me feel super such... good about sending kids to public school. Um, this is why parents yeah. are ripping their kids out daily. We, Uncle Milty. We stayed at the hotel really... where they were having that convention. Uh -huh. And the one of them had his tag on, his, mm -hmm. his AASL tag on, but he was in pajama pants, no shirt, and barefoot on the elevator going down Sounds to like Starbucks. <laughs> I have a picture in my mind that I'd like to get out. Thank you very oh much. Gosh. Really appreciate that. Um, and so you have, you actually have a story of your of your own. Um, yeah, I do. I just kind of um, got me more involved and interested in this topic. A, a couple years ago, we were living in Pennsylvania, and um, my kids were in public school, and my, my son was in third grade. Well, actually, it was last year. My son was in third grade. He brought home a book from the school library. He checked out, like, a, a magazine. You know how they sometimes have, like, it was yeah. like a WWE magazine. Um, the front cover looked innocent enough, just a bunch of, of wrestlers, but he brought it home and was looking at it and he came brought to me and he was like, Hey mom, I think this might be inappropriate. I think there's something, um, this book, it made me feel uncomfortable. And I open up, he showed me the back few pages. There's like a 10 page spread of these female wrestlers in like leather lingerie, just the skimpiest thing you can imagine wrestling each other. Like just so many pages of that. So I was like, Whoa, that's for sure. Not something I want my third grader to have to see. And he did the exact right thing and brought it to me. So, I thought for sure this is just an oversight by the school. Um, they would be horrified if they knew this was in here. So I brought it to the school. Um, the principal was great. He's like, oh, this is terrible. I'm so sorry. We've got to get this out of our school. And the office ladies saw it as well, and they thought it was terrible. Um, and then I left. I thought the situation was taken care of. But the principal, um, I guess he gave the book to the librarian and said, hey, can you throw this away? He showed it to her so she could see what was in it. He said, can you throw this away? We don't want this in the school. Um, instead of doing that, she was defensive and upset, and she decided to call my son down, who was in third grade, call him down in the middle of class, 
to sit next to her alone in the library and flip through the book again. And she said, I want you to sit here and tell me what you think was inappropriate and had him review it again. Um, he didn't want to see it. That's why he brought it to me. So he had to go through the book and he told me after she was rolling her eyes and just like wow. so bugged at what he was saying and just completely, completely um, making him second guess the, his intuition and mm-hmm. um, his conscience when he knew this wasn't, this wasn't appropriate for him to be seeing. And wow. she just, it was terrible. Like to put him in that situation, that sort of even yeah. power struggle situation as a young third grader and she's rolling her eyes and he came home mortified and he was so upset. He's like, why did you give this back to her? I gave this to you to throw away. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I fell here. So I was so upset and I called the school and the principal was great. He was, he was really upset too. And he, he could not believe that happened, but I just thought, what, what is she doing? Okay. Mm-hmm. Who is she protecting here? Because then you hear these librarians chant, I will fight for social justice. Yeah. Well, I would like her to fight for my kid. Right. And, fight for and reminder that she's like, just a librarian, just a librarian. Right. I mean, they do not have a role in social justice. And so it sounds like she was protecting right. her political views instead of your son. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And she also, the same librarian throughout the year, also made a point to tell the kids multiple times, I will make you smarter than your parents. We need to make you smarter mm-hmm. than your parents over and wow. over which is this overarching theme I'm seeing in so many has, books for children. Has the role of librarian changed? I'm kind of, I'm really abhorred well, right Michelle, now. Well, Michelle, you you actually come across like a domestic terrorist. Yeah, you parent you. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, I don't you even can know. Hear it in my voice, huh? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to go to a break, but I want to come right back with you because we'll talk about the guy that was leading leading the social uh, warrior justice chant for the librarians. Uh, I guess they are now giving themselves a new role, and that is they're fighting for um, what was it uh, innovation and empowerment in their community it sounds like they're giving themselves a whole lot of power that they do not have you know it's kind of it's it's really epidemic of what's going on right now endemic of what's going on i'm sorry right now uh we'll be right back more with michelle when we come back wow i'll be right back talk lines are open now Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Amen to this song, I swear. Uh, Welcome back, Kate Daly Show, and uh, I'm glad you're listening in. By the way, go to katedalyradio.com, katedalyshow.com. Yeah, I'm still trying to get my voice back. What in the world? Anyway, make sure you go to Auto Body Central. These guys are the best at fixing cars. You'll love them. You'll love their service. They're total patriots. So right there, you should just be supporting them anyway. And uh, Auto Body Central will come to your home. They'll do an assessment. They'll work with the insurance company. You don't have to, and that's how amazing they are. So please, please please go to ABC Auto Body Central. I have for years. I absolutely dig the work they do. I love them. And they always do a perfect job because I swear to you, they're OCD. No, I'm just kidding. They'll laugh about that. But they really are very, very good at detail. And that's what you want in an auto body person. Yeah, my truck's going in there this week. Is it really? What'd you do to it now? (laughs) I'm just going to have everything fixed. He doesn't want to admit it. He doesn't want to admit it. He dinged it up. (laughs) 
We didn't get to the best line of the song, though. What? Teacher, leave them kids alone. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, I didn't? <sighs> Sorry. Teacher, leave them kids alone. It's live alone. radio. What can I say? Yeah, Michelle <laughs> Michelle is back with us. I really appreciate you, Michelle. Um, okay, so I want to get a little bit more of the lowdown on this. Um, tell me, about the, the guy that was leading the chant, and if you guys um, just joined us, let me just play the first two lines of this. Here we go. I will fight for social justice. I don't, it just makes me want to cry yeah, it's because in their job description. Because if this is the new librarian, um, parents, will you please keep your kids out of the library at school, please? It's yep. a dangerous place to be now. Um, Michelle, did you want to comment on that? I mean, as far as uh, who was leading the chant or about the video? Because you made a great video too. Um, oh, I, I did. Make a, I made a video on. Um, um, some of these books in school and public libraries um, pushing just the, just this terrible ideologies on our kids. Um, I I want to say, let's see here. So um, my dad's on the on the city council um, in my hometown in Orem, Utah. My dad Terry Peterson. He um, heard from some citizens that we had displays in our uh, the city library um, displays for children with like mm -hmm. sexual content and just harmful things. So he went, he went and talked to librarians about it who were very defensive and um, just not willing to, to um, listen to the concerns. So he made a public a statement about it, but um, I, he got just trashed. It's labeled a bigot, you know, all the, all the names. So I went to the library, I checked out the books for myself and just, I just went and found whatever I could find in a few minutes. I didn't research the worst books. I just went into the children's section, grabbed some books, read them, made a video on what was in them, and it is shocking. Um, some of these books that just have the transgender ideology for like preschoolers and kindergartners with these brightly oh, colored picture geez. books telling telling kids that age that your your parents are wrong, your parents can be wrong. Um, <laughs> they made a guess about your gender, but adults are often wrong. And then books um, on with pedophilic grooming and um, sexual positions, and you know some of these books were given some of these books were displayed. Some of them were not. I just found some of the children's section. And then also some of these books were given awards by the, the ALA, um, the American library association. Mm -hmm. There was a book given an award, um, for children. It's given the Stonewall award, which I think they give to outstanding LGBTQ books. Um, but this book was the most, just had the most pedophilic information I've ever seen. It was so shocking right off the bat. It told children, um, it says some people call, uh, your genitals private parts but um, since any part of your body can be private we just mm -hmm. call them middle parts we just call it middle parts right. like just right away just desensitize kids to thinking that this part of your body is um, is private or um, mm -hmm. just that there's anything different about it and these books have I mean I just want to know where the standard is like what people are bringing them into libraries so who is doing that and what right. what standards do they have for what can be in children's sections and who's going to stand up and protect them and I know there are good there are there are good librarians out there that don't want to be a part of this I know a librarian that that left the ALA over this um, right. a good. school librarian that doesn't want to be involved anymore because of what they're pushing on kids and oh, um man but I, I saw books with, um, yeah, graphic illustrations on sex positions. These are books for eight-year-olds, eight to ten-year-olds. Sex positions, straight sex, gay sex, um, 
Can I say this stuff on your yeah. show? Saying, like, kind of, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We don't usually go and like, and, and you're you're actually staying away from graphic detail. Yeah. I had to play a clip once where I had to oh. cut the whole middle section out because she was talking oh to the gosh. school board about the graphic detail, and the school board said, "Stop talking." There's y- there's youngsters in the audience, <laughs> and she's going exactly my point. You know, right. exactly my point. Right. Yes. Right. <sighs> I'll, I'll stop there, but it gets a lot worse. It gets a lot it worse because um, I've heard some of the graphic yeah. detail. And, and if you can't say anything in a room or and I can't say anything on the radio for fear of being shut down, then you know it's bad and it's all going to your kids. So Yeah, absolutely. I'm just um, horrified and- all the time at what's happening. But when I heard those librarians at this conference up there at the same time we were chanting this stuff, I just... It makes you finally realize, I think, what we're up against. And it's coming from all of their administration in this group, telling them to get more on board with empowerment and, you know, really political activist views for the the leftist of the leftist in the schools. Mm -hmm. Really? Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And at that conference as well, the closing slide said, I went to AASL. Mm -hmm. Now what? So what are some of your takeaways? And one of the participants, um, her comment was, you know, coming to this conference, I now realize I have a lot more power than I thought I had. Ooh, we all ouch. have a lot more power than we thought. Ouch. So that's, yeah. Closing. That- what? That type of Uncle chanting Milty. that mm-hmm. they were doing is, right. a, is a form of mind control. Yeah. That's it exactly is. what it is. It is. It gets them on the bandwagon, yep. just like just like the comment you just said. Now I have more power. I've been yeah. empowered, and I'm supposed to do these things. And it's now part of my expanded role that I gave myself. And this is so endemic of government as a whole. They yep. just keep expanding power, and these groups expand power, and then nobody does an expand power check, except for moms like you and moms I know around here that even there's a Facebook page called WCSD, Washington County School District for Parents' Rights. And, and these groups are going in, and they're checking the libraries because here we've had problems with the libraries down here in southern Utah and I know uh, Travis Segmiller legislator has been all over this because uh, we don't realize all of the crap that's in our libraries being fed to kids down here and we always think that we're not getting it right we're not we're oh we're safe down Mm -hmm. here no we're not we're not safe no no one is safe oh man no one is safe I just so appreciate you. Anything else you'd like everybody to know, Michelle, as you fight for this? Um, I, I think just um, what you what you already touched on. Just just get involved. It's it's so much better to be called a helicopter parent than to sit back and not know what your kids are learning and the 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 stuff they're hearing at at school and in their books mm-hmm. and the libraries and. Um, it's just, it's a different world now than what we grew up in. It's a whole different world. So yeah. you just have to really be so involved and. Um, just, I think homeschool is a great option. <laughs> I, I do too. Get your kids out, yeah. man. Get your kids out. Thank you so yeah. much, Michelle. I really appreciate you. Thank yep. you. you God bet. bless. You're doing so much good. And, and when she said helicopter, you know, I don't look at it as helicoptering. I look at it as protecting because we have never... We've never been protecting our kids from the schools. We've always protected them from everything else and sent them to school. But we don't protect them from the school. And that has been our problem as parents. Yeah. I call it 
parenting. <laughs> Do you yeah. now? You call it parenting. I call it parenting. Oh, well, hat tip to Michelle. Hat tip to Randa out there for um, for putting up the page, the WCSD page for parents' rights. And look for that on Facebook. And uh, there are so many parents now that are invested in making sure that our kids that you're watching out for them because now you have to protect them from their own library at public school. And this is why, now let me just say this one more time, please, please listen. Homeschooling has changed. It has changed. It's amazing. We have groups and tutor groups and, and online schools and so many different ways to help you. You do not have to take it on alone. You are not in charge. You don't have to be in charge of all of their schooling if you're not great in a particular subject or not great in all of them. I think I felt like I wasn't good in any of them, you know, enough to homeschool. That doesn't matter. There are tutor groups. There are people out there willing to teach your kids if you get them out of public school. And yesterday, Dr. Pesta said, I haven't met one parent in a decade that ever regretted it. That's right. And remember, there is absolutely no law Mm -hmm. that says you have to send your children to public school. No. And you know what? I'm going to stop calling it public school on this show. We are going to call it government school because that's exactly what it is. You want to send them to the school of the Romans and then wonder why they come out a Roman? Well, it's uh, government schooling. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You have about a minute. Yeah, good afternoon. Hi. Uh, there is a godly law and a moral law to get your kids out of there. Uh, uh, we, I wanted to, why I'm calling is mainly to talk about both the uh, school libraries and the public libraries. For many generations now, we're talking 40, 50 years, but especially the last three, four decades, mm-hmm. they've been corrupting the uh, books. It's not, uh, it's not just sexual uh, vulgarity and that sort of thing, but it's ideology. You can't go to almost any library in America. So that's a big point I'm making. It's much more controlled than uh, most people realize without seeing promoting socialism, statism, and collectivism, Marxism, all the way through it, and upholding the collectivist Marxist, you know, biology, uh, biographies and, or, uh, or uh, you know, uh, excuse me, uh, books about these evil people. And then the great people of the 20th century and the 19th century, you you don't find any books on them. Mm -hmm. They purged them. So the point is they're more controlled than almost anybody that realizes this is going on. And it's it's also pervasive on virtually every library, school library and public library. And we've been fighting, uh, people in the freedom movement have been fighting this for many decades. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Really appreciate it. Yeah, That's the truth. I I know. I mean, you go try to find a book about George Washington, but you'll find 20 books about Lenin. Yeah, or the George Washington book is all about slavery and how he's this horrible person. I'm I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of this. You guys, aren't you? Um, Just get your kids out. And you know what? There's a lot of seniors out there, too, that I think would be willing to pitch in and help and maybe do history every Thursday or something or teach different skills or different trades. And there's just so many ways that we can help our, our, our children. I've never met a parent that regretted taking their kids out. I've never met a parent that did that. And if you have to work and your biggest thing is I have to work, did you know that there's homeschool groups you can join? And they are more than happy to help you. Oh, yeah. There's just so many resources out there for you. Don't be afraid to take your kids out. Don't be afraid to do it. You'll never regret it. I haven't met one person that regretted it. Well, it doesn't really help for one parent to save their child. Mm -hmm. They all have to save their children. Yeah. Yeah. And for all your teachers that are angry that I'm talking this way. Yeah. 
you know what? If you left the school system too, and you're a good teacher and you just want to teach, right? You don't have to be employed by government to do it. Parents can employ you. That's right. And I honor your skills for teaching. I do. I think it's wonderful. If you're a good teacher and you can reach kids with proper messages about truth, fantastic. Then have parents pay your salary. Stop relying on the government to do it and doing their bidding. And just because the government spends billions of dollars uh-huh. on the school system doesn't mean that's what it costs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you guys have been shoved out in front to get that little hike in the in the pay raise uh-huh. for the administration, but you never got that pay, that pay hike. You should stop feeling used. Why would you want to be used all the time? Be right back.